This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I step on your mom? The guardian Lemusa. Now on. You do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, and devastatingly smart tech genius co-host... What's her fucking name? Monica. <laughs> I don't know. I might have changed my name since the last time we spoke, but I have not. Hi. I mean, that Hi. was very friendly and very <laughs> nice of you to say that. <laughs> totally unprompted well, or anything. <laughs> totally unprompted. There was absolutely nothing happening prior to this recording that made me want to blow your tech horn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm. I am a lot. I don't know. This has been like the most busiest day ever, and like that I was broken, and now I'm less broken and slightly more awake because of the laughing fit. So, really, like, thank you everyone that came into our Twitch chat and broke me because you actually lifted my energy levels with all that laughter. So, thanks. How are you, Money? I'm very well i think i am very not motivated for anything really so this is a huge procrastination day for me even though i did get quite some shit done but at the same time i'm also really it's taking me a lot of time to get to the place of actually doing shit so procrastination all around procrastination stations yes I need a really long holiday. I just had a couple of days off, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm, I'm due another week off, and I was actually thinking about taking it next week. And I, I'm like, I don't think I can take a week off next week, but I want to take one somewhere. Yeah, it's not working the longer you wait for people for it to announce. Like, I know how that goes because I'm always like, yeah, I can just take next week off. I just don't tell anyone that I take some days off and just try to sneak it in. But it never actually fucking works. So never. That's just not great. But at some point we will eventually hopefully figure it out. Maybe not. Maybe never. Who fucking knows? Who knows? I don't. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, life. (laughs) (laughs) Life? Life. This was very philosophical. But today we're not talking about life. We're talking about something else instead. Yeah. We are finally getting our review episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. Um, Did I say episode twice there? It doesn't matter. We're talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> we are talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not only one or two episodes, but all six episodes. Well, as much as we can remember from those six episodes, because it's now three weeks after or two weeks mm-hmm. after it happened. So the remem- memory skills are not very great. But there's a Vicky article that we're referring to. So that's 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 what we're doing now. <laughs> Yeah, like, for past review episodes, we have, like, had a whole bunch of other opinion pieces and, like, other fact 
like articles and stuff but I'm like I actually have a lot to say about Falcon and the Winter Soldier so I'm just I just have the wiki up to um remind myself about episodes and things that I want to bring up perfect I never read anything I just (laughs) I'm just winging my life (laughs) yeah that's fair winging it is you know that's a legit way to be mood yeah yeah um okay so before we go any further i'm just gonna like say spoiler warning um yeah for this because there's not a lot that i want to talk about that isn't a spoiler for the six episodes of falcon and the winter soldier so if you haven't seen it um and you care about spoilers pause the episode go binge watch six uh episodes of falcon and the winter soldier and then come back to hear what we think about it spoiler warning out of the way money i think we have very different opinions on this show it could be because I know that at the beginning we've talked about it and you were like super into it immediately. And and uh, like, you were not the only one who told me like, this is so great. This is amazing. First episode, woohoo and whatever. And then I watched the first episode and I was like, huh. I mean, it wasn't like like Wanda, uh, Wanda Vision where I was like, this is the biggest shit I've ever seen. But I was like, okay, I mean, it's a decent series. It's like... But I think because everybody was so freaking hyped about it, I all already hyped myself up. And then I was already higher bar than everyone else was at the beginning. And then it was like a really, it didn't get to where you were. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's a de- it's nice, it's decent, but I don't see why you think this is so fucking amazing right now. Um, and then I watched it and then I watched a few episodes, I think two or three episodes every week, like one every week. And then I totally fell off the tra- the, the, the bandwagon. I was like, at one episode, I just got up, walked around, went to the computer and did some shit while the episode w- was running. So I wasn't at all paying attention. Um, and I was like, okay, I need to properly watch it then. Which I then did. But yeah, it was a good series. But that's it for me. I'm sorry, that's it. You know? Like, I don't even think I have a lot of things to say on the series. It's just, it just happened and it exists in my universe now, but that's it. I have a totally different opinion. Yes. uh, Than you. (laughs) Like, I think that this is one of the most important things that Marvel has ever done. Um, It had so many political statements in it. Um, It was, like, politically necessary. That I do agree with, for sure. So much in American, like, politics society culture that like it's it's just bringing so much to the forefront like even things that you know it's not just about black lives matter like it's not just like you know touching on that with like obviously black captain america um but there's there's so much more and even like things that have been said there subtly or like things that there's not a big deal made of it in the show but it's so important that they have actually put it into the show like it, it blew my mind how much they were able to do then tell me more what what all well, all the things you think that were in there and I, yes i totally agree the way they dealt with all the um the roles of black people in history in the us and everything and and the way of of how there is in the end now finally a black captain america and all of that that was just great like as i said that it's not the it, i didn't say that the sto- the the all these political statements i found uh, i found they were great but the it was the action didn't draw me into it like it, because other people were like the action is so great and the, how much money they spend and i'm like is it though like i, I don't know anyway yeah but the political statements i'm totally with you they were epic but go ahead what, what do you what, what else you you mean and what you talk about 
Okay, well, first of all, um, I think we really need to acknowledge the most hated character ever, and that is Walker. Oh, yeah. And John Walker. Um, you Like, immediately, the first time I saw him, I was like... Oh, Don't like you. Guy. Yes, me was, too. Me yeah. too. <laughs> um, and I feel like he played such, uh, such a big role in this as well. Like, not ob- obviously not just as, like, Captain America um, at the beginning, like, the first, you know, five episodes. Like, he, he was playing so much more than just the role of Captain America. He was playing, like you know, the patriarchy, um, the the Republican system in America. He was playing, you know, the, the, the military man who, you know, is is meddled and has so many achievements and like that's all he knows. And um like he's really he really is like the face of so much of America. Not all of America, but so much of America. And um yeah, like as much as I hated him because second he came on this on the screen i was like that guy i hate him and like i saw a lot of people agreeing actually Mm. with that on twitter and even like a couple of my friends on facebook were like oh my god i hate him Mm. (laughs) um and like then there was a lot of things like oh i wonder how how um what uh what's he called russell um what's his first name wyatt russell feels about being the most hated man in america right now (laughs) i was like the actor yeah (laughs) Um, who's Kurt Russell's son? I don't know if you knew that. Um, oh, I did not. I did actually yeah. not know that. Oh, yeah, don't don't so. they have like a lot of children though? Him and Goldie Hawn. Mm, I don't. I don't know, but I just know that he's Kurt Russell's son. Anyways, um, yeah. So the first episode, we start out um, basically with uh, Sam Wilson, um, who plays the Falcon, um, or who is the Falcon. He doesn't play the Falcon, and. Um, Bucky Barnes, who is the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and um, uh, like going back to the end of Endgame, the movie Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. um, we see Captain America giving um, Sam Sam Wilson um, the shield uh, mm-hmm. because, like, we all know Captain America like went back and spent life like where he was supposed to, and um, you know before all the t- frozen and ice thing mm-hmm. happened. And uh, so he's like old and like retiring and gave Sam Wilson the the shield. And um, Sam was like, yeah, I don't want this. I'm going to donate it to, you know, the government and put it in a museum um, because, you know, I think there's only one Captain America and that is Steve Rogers. And uh, the end of that episode is like Captain John Walker coming out as Captain America. And we're all like, oh, hell no. Mm. (laughs) Like, no. Um, and then, like, this is also, while this is going on, we also see um, Bucky Barnes going through, like, therapy for, you know, all of the the horrible things that he, as the Winter Soldier, um, was, like, programmed to do. Um, murdering innocent people, murdering political figures, murdering, 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 murdering. Um, lots of murdering. And, um... We see as well that he's, like, nurtured a friendship with an old Asian man um, who has lost a son and, like, is really mourning. Um, his son has a shrine, like, an altar to him that, like, he prays at every day because he, he doesn't know what's happened to his son. Like, he just knows they disappeared. And then we see a flashback of Bucky in somewhere as the Winter Soldier and, like, just, he killed this man's son um, because he was in, like, the wrong place at the wrong time. And... 
so like to try to make amends with this man he like for for what he's done now like that he's not you know being controlled as the winter soldier he's like you know befriended this man and and goes and eats like chinese food or, or asian food of some kind with him like every week and they they like spend time together um and yeah he's going through therapy and like his therapist is saying like he they've got rules um to work through so that you know he can try to stay on this some kind of you know level of goodness i don't know if that's the word but some track of morality um and like then Bucky, of course, is, like, trying to be very loose with the rules. Um, and then while this is going on, we are introduced to um, a new group called the Flag Smashers, who are um, revolutionaries fighting for um, equality because after or during the blip, um, when half the population disappeared, um, there was a lot of, you know, people moving around and getting houses and, like, enough food for everyone and then, like, after the endgame and all the people came back, then all those people were displaced and put into, uh, you know, camps and refugee camps. um, And, like, really, well, they were displaced and and treated quite horribly. And so there is a group of of people called the Flag Smashers who have, uh, we we see, like, they have superhuman strength. And uh, we're like, well, how did they get superhuman strength? Like, are they, where'd they get that super serum? Um, and yeah, so they become like the the enemy of the of the series. But like, really, were they the enemy? So, sorry, there's a lot of elements here, and I'm just like, I don't even know where to start with this because there's so much that I want to fucking talk about. Like, do you have anything to say? No, I'm just listening to you tell the episode story. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we have that, like, it, it was a pretty, like, chill kind of intro episode, like, we're introduced to the main players, and we're introduced to, like, there's a little bit of violence with the flag, flag smashers, and, like, people are like, oh, no, just like that, there, there, that was the whole reaction. <laughs> that was the whole reaction. The total reaction, yeah. Um, so then, like, we fast forward, and to the next episode, where, um, we meet another man who was given the super serum, sol- the super soldier serum. Oh my God, that's, that's a tongue twister. Super soldier serum um, back in the same days that Steve Rogers was. And um, Bucky Barnes takes Sam out there. And this man is, is a black man who was experimented on by the U.S. military, um, you know, to figure out the the volume, the, the, the calibration, the... I don't know, figure out how how the super serum is worked, um, works. And he was imprisoned, he was experimented on, and um, he was really treated, I think, like, not that I have the personal experience, but, like, I, I think many, many Black Americans and Black people throughout the world have been treated historically, especially when it comes to medical experiments. Um, and his pain and his response to you know Bucky and Sam approaching are are so evident and he just wants nothing to do with it he's blocked it out of his life and um like he has he's closed that door but the pain has has always stayed there with him and um it was really really heartbreaking to to see that interaction that first interaction because like Sam is of course angry with himself because um he has given the shield to the government who 
gave it to John Walker. And he was like, oh, that's not what the fuck was supposed to happen. <laughs> mm. um, so he's, you know, th- saying like, oh, maybe I should have kept the shield, blah, 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 blah. And um, Isaiah, who is this, uh, one of the original super soldiers, the the black man, um, he was like, you know, no, nobody wants a black man to, to hold this shield in America. Um, like, this isn't our America. And is like, you know, trying to discourage Sam from from even considering it because he, he's like that's not your shield why why do you want to fight for them they've done nothing good for you mm. so yeah there's there's that like whole element there as well um and yeah do you have anything yet <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, they start off this entire story with isaiah where they just like meet him first and then in the last couple of episodes like they meet him early on in the series and then sam goes to him again without bucky um towards the end of the of the series and they talk about it again and and ex- and exactly what you says is happening like in between the first encounter where where Isaiah doesn't really want to have anything to do with them and like uh, like runs them out of the house and say get the fuck out of uh, get the fuck out of here he, he's not interested in anything whatsoever and he has been hurt enough um we don't really know a lot of his story yet we know that he was this super soldier too that and and sam also thinks that he was the super soldier and just nobody talked about him but uh, and then we don't know anything further and he just seems like really rude that he doesn't want to get involved at all and um then after that um, there are a lot of things happening between then, between the beginning basically, and 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 then the story when we actually find out what what happened to Isaiah through his life, and 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 that and and that he only 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 tells Sam when they're alone and when there is when when Bucky isn't watching, so they have this conversation um, together basically, as because Sam then is sitting there and considering to get to to take his shield on up on his own because of reasons that we haven't talked about yet mm-hmm. um yeah so um bucky and sam are joining forces uh i wouldn't say happily i'd say that bucky just kind of keeps on showing up to sam being like why'd you give the shield up why'd you give the shield up why'd you give the shield up but, and sam's like i mean they, they, they kind of started to work like bucky and sam start to work together because of the flag smashers that you've been talking about so they have these flag smashers um on their radar and the new captain america and his colleague also have the flag smashers on their radar so both kind of go for these flag smashers individually um to kind of figure out what the fuck has been going on because sam has already been working with 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 people in the government to to resolve certain issues and so he gets information from the inside from one of the people he's been working with so he's obviously because he's a, a hero for too and he's like he's committed to to the cause in a way um he's obviously trying to go after him and Bucky because he's so fucking annoyed with him and he also because he wants to help they they work together even though they can't really I mean they do like each other but they have this amazing banter going on that's something I really enjoy frenemies they might be frenemies frenemies yeah I mean yeah in reality they're friends who just diss each other which is basically like all the people that we know (laughs) I think towards the end yes but I think at the beginning I don't actually think they liked each other all that much the only thing they had in common was their relationship with Steve Rogers I do, and I think we. I'm not sure if I agree with that. I do think they they 
li probably liked each other. Yeah, taunts as rivals for Steve, Roach's affection. And I feel that the, the conversation they had when the therapist was there was really telling about what is actually going on and what the reason is, why there was this perceived hatred going on. I do think they always liked each other in a, in a, in a different, maybe not like as they liked each other at the end of the thing, because there was the only friendship that they had left was their own. And between before that, there was this friendship that each of them had with, with Steve Rogers and, and maybe something that was on the side where they were kind of, connected to it so i don't think they didn't really not like each other but the fact that um sam gave up the shield i think that that affected bucky so much that 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 caused a bigger issue in their relationship and not that they initially didn't like each other i don't I, so I, because i do think they liked each other they they not that they were big friends but that they liked each other but because bucky was so worried that because Steve entrusted the shield to Sam for him to be the next Captain America. And Sam said, that's not something he wants to do. That's not, he can't do this. And he gave the shield away. And Bucky was afterwards worried that when Steve is wrong about Sam, he can also be wrong about Bucky. And so maybe because he was also struggling with his PTSD and with every, all the things he did in the past. So that seemed to be the one one of the few things that kept him kind of sane at the, in the or or grounded in a way so i do think he was merely worried and he said that too in that conversation that they had with her, his therapist and in the in the prison basically that that's the reason why he's so annoyed with sam because if he if he places the trust if he misplaces the trust that steve gave sam also maybe uh, uh, Steve's trust in Bucky was wrong, and so I think that that that's a bigger reason that caused the rift in their in their initial relationship. Not that they, yeah. So I don't think that they hated each other because if you don't like each other, there is indifference is worse than hate, and they mm -hmm. weren't they hated and you can only hate someone if you if you have emotions towards them. So I think there was a connection there, and that's why it seemed like they didn't get on very well. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and they weren't indifferent, indifferent towards each other. They were both like really invested in this entire, like super annoyed with what whatever the other person was doing. So I think there was this relationship going on, and this relationship might have been based on the thing that both of them had going on with 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 Steve Rogers, because obviously Steve was important for both of them. Um, and yeah, that's why I think that was something they had to get out of the way which they did throughout the series and that was like really really nice to to see and that banter i just generally really enjoyed oh yeah the the two of them together are just wonderful like yeah. i think that I, I i can't even like fault anything to do with that like the 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 chemistry between them is mm. one of a kind mm. like it's it's phenomenal. I would I would watch them like painting a room together. Yeah, I was I was just thinking that I don't even need this entire action shit that they're going like the flying through helicopters and shit. I just uh, if if there would be more of the of the things because that was something where I was that was the first part. In, I think it was in the first episode where I was like, ah, oh, this is really nice. Like I like like the two of them together. I do like them a lot, but the, the all the action elements I didn't really wouldn't have needed. So I think the mm -hmm. it was more the action elements that took a, a lot away from me and the the, the for me in the fighting and not that i don't like action movies but i kind of took away from a lot of the topics that they have been talking about in the, in the series in a way 
Yeah, but I think like a lot of political shows, uh, things that are like quite important, um, need to have that element of action and and fighty fighty for other audiences. Maybe not necessarily like like you. You pick up on like the political like conversation, the banter, and everything. But like other people don't. Yeah, yeah, vibe super well with that, and prefer like to have it with the action scenes. Anyways, I think it was a really well done show the entire way through. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're going to fast forward. Um, we, uh, um, Sam and Bucky break out Zemo from prison in Switzerland. Which, yes, <laughs> I need to say something about Zemo. Okay, <sighs> Zemo, the actor who plays Zemo is Daniel Brühl. He's German. And the fact that, number one, he kind of plays this... this I don't know why he gives me Russian vibes. I found super hilarious. But the thing is, Daniel Brühl, Daniel Brühl is... When I was 16 or 17, he played in a movie that was called Goodbye Lenin. Um, and the fact that you see a German actor in a Marvel movie was just blowing my fucking absolute fucking mind he was not only there for just a for, for just a split second like he was in the previous marvel movies but he was actually a role in the series and i've seen goodbye lady when i was a when i was a kid and the connection that you see this german actor um, then in a big picture movie like Marvel series was just I was so filled with with secondhand pride because I saw the guy there <laughs> <It's amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> which just because I, you, you know you see him in a German movie and the movie is really nice but but you never really think that a lot of German actors make it make it in in Hollywood or even into a Marvel movie but he did it and then I was like this is fucking amazing I am so excited to have him there and that he's doing a really good job as well like he was really good at it too so that that mm. was just really cool so never mind go ahead Zemo no, nothing to never mind about that I think that's awesome and I'm glad that that held that kind of representation for you there mm. like being like hell yeah there's a German on this <laughs> like yeah fantastic. Uh, like I think that's great not this Tom not Hail Hydra <laughs> <laughs> we do not hail Hydra in these parts <laughs> Um, so yeah, they break him out of uh, prison uh, where he's been for like a long time. Uh, is it a Swedish or uh, Swiss prison? I think it is. And um, they they break him out because they're kind of working against um, Walker and Lamar, who's his like second in command, and um, they can do things that the American government doesn't allow because they're free agents. Etc. Et yeah, et I mean, I did. They don't think they just didn't like Walker in general, and obviously because he took up a role that they didn't want to be, that they didn't want anyone to have at that moment. So he was just generally one of the number one bad guys. For, well, well, not even number one bad guys, but they didn't want him there, so they just didn't work together with him at the beginning, mm -hmm. at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, but they broke. Zemo out because he is uh, an expert uh, on understanding the super soldiers and the super soldier serum and they thought that if there was anybody that could help understand the flag smashers and like where they got this serum from it was him mm. so then they go to um, Madripoor which is uh, this criminal sanctuary city island um, that's somewhere far away and Zemo takes them on his private jet because he got bucks deluxe and 
um, yeah, they find themselves in this like criminal CD space um, run by the power broker to find out more about the how um, how the flag smashers could have gotten the uh, super soldier serum. Um, and yeah, they meet up with an old friend, uh, Sharon Carter, who is there as a fugitive um, on the island, and she helps them track down uh, the scientist, uh, Dr. Wilfred Nagel, who admits that um, the serum had been stolen from them, and then um, he's killed. The, the scientist is then killed, um, which is unfortunate for everyone. And yeah, so... Um, Sam promises Sharon Carter that, um, he's going to get her pardoned from the U.S. government, and, yeah, then, like, a lot of this, this was probably, for me, this was probably one of the slower episodes, but also it was really good as well, but if I was to say, like, um, if I was to rank them, this would be probably the number six for me, um, but, yeah. <laughs> the power broker episode. It was yeah. very confusing too, to be honest. Like I don't yeah. think I got this. I only now that you mention it, I uh, I made a connection in my head because that totally passed me by. Like that well, explained well, so much at the at the end of the series. I was like, oh, oh, oh! I just had this epiphany moment now that I didn't have when I was watching the series because once again, I don't think I didn't pay enough attention. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. And then um, when, so we also see in this episode, like the flag smashers are interrupting and bombing um, the Global Repatriation Council, um, who are holding a, 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 a meeting, a meeting, we're going to use that word because I can't think of another word, um, to talk about the displaced refugees and what they were going to do with them. And um, so they were, they're bombed. And... Yeah, um, be, because uh, Zemo killed uh, King Chaka from Wakanda, um, then the Wakandans are there to apprehend him, and they're and like Bucky and Sam are like, no, don't do that. We we need him. Like he's he's not just that. We didn't break him out for no reason. We broke him out because we actually, you know, need him. And yeah, so it was pretty awesome seeing. Uh, Zemo get his ass kicked by the Wakandans. Um, yeah, I generally just that love was the great. Wakandan army in general. Yeah, they're all such badasses. I love them. Love just great badass women. Mm. Always here for it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, was, I enjoyed that scene a lot. I, I I just really like seeing women kicking ass in action movies. Like it kind of turns me on a lot. And like <laughs> I yeah, the, there's like a lot. there's nothing hotter. Oh, I thought I, I, I thought that the sentence was going to continue, but okay. I mean, that's no, fine that's too. it. There's nothing hotter. Period. Full stop. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the flag smashers are led by Carly Morgenthau, and um, she's this revolutionary who who wants to you know create equality and equity for the displaced people of which she was one of them she was still around after the or yeah like during the blip and now that they're all displaced she's like no we can't like we can't go back to how we were before there needs to be a better way there needs to be a more equal way um and of course excuse me um walker and uh lamar are trying to 
basically kill her and the rest of Flag Smashers, whereas Sam is trying to, like, talk her down and be like, make her realize, like, why what she's doing isn't the best course of action and, like, saying, like, there's a better way to do this. And I thought that this was really reflective of police brutality and the policing service in not just America, but a lot of the world as well. Um, because, like, the the call to, you know, defund the police is to take the money away from the people that just go bang, bang, shoot, shoot first, ask questions later, mm. and put it into community services that are, are there to support mental health or there to support, like, social services, social justice, women's aid, you know, going in there and trying to find solutions rather than just, like, going in for, you know, death in jail. Um, mm. And I use that order on purpose. Um, and I thought that, like, them talking about this in, you know, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was was big. It was important because, like, there's so many people that, you know, are Camp Blue Lives Matter that, like, don't understand the point of, you know, defunding. So seeing Sam talking to her and explaining, like, there's a better way, like, we can work together, we can figure this out together, um, you know, I th- thought it was also a really important thing to to highlight, even though it wasn't, like, you know, flat out talking about police brutality and, and blah, blah, blah. It was like, you know, very much in the context of the show. And I thought it was really relevant and yeah, super important. Mm. I do like that you put it into into the context of police brutality for sure. I also think it's general, like Sam Wilson general, generally had the role of the mediator. Like I feel he's the epiphany of, of, there is not only one or the other way. And it's so often in the world. It's just you can have only this opinion or the other opinion and nothing else is in between. So it's so often black and white. But he was there and he was openly advocating for there is a compromise possible. And even in even in this situation where everything seems seems so hopeless because you are out there violently killing people. And I still see that where you're coming from. And we can find a way on how to how to do that and how to negotiate a way out of this without it having to be violent. And I do think that so often in every in so many conversations there is this is my opinion and this is the only right one. And other opinions just don't really matter in that moment. So 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 I feel he's just the this the epiphany in this series for sure, in so many in so many ways, um, on how to make shit work when it seems impossible because mm-hmm. the same thing is happening with with his, the boat of his parents where 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 they like we it's the, his sister is like we need to sell this and he's like we can get money for this i can get a loan and then he is the superhero as a black person he can't get a loan because where is his money coming from is he getting paid or how does it work but because he doesn't have anything also he was bleeped away for five years so he has no record so so he doesn't get money from from the government that he's been helping or from 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 banks that he's been helping and keeping safe in in his endeavors basically and he's still like one well, how can we make this work he's not giving up he's just he's just a like, mediator in a way like mm-hmm. the connecting two sides that seem so against each other and i feel that is really and that w- that's also what we saw him shine in at the very end to be very honest mm-hmm. and as tom says in chat the bank manager turning down the loan but then asking him for yeah. a selfie yeah exactly <laughs> it's just it's just the epitome like i can't give you money but you're famous so yeah pick it up yeah um 
so yeah, it all comes to a head here in episode four, um, the whole world is watching when um, there is the the um, John Walker and Lamar are trying to work with Sam and Bucky to like calmly bring down the flag smashers and like um, John Walker is getting more and more agitated as like Sam is in there talking to her and he's he's like he they had agreed like on ten minutes or something that Sam would have to like smooth things down and calm things down and um but john was like no i i'm in charge here and like just gets more and more and more agitated and it was it was really sad and it was also really painful to watch at the same time um him like being talked down by lamar and bucky and then like him talking himself back up like no i have to go in there i have to go Mm. in there i have to take charge of the situation and of course because taking quote-unquote taking charge of this situation and going in and um interrupting and breaking the trust that sam has been building with carly um results in a fight um with like most of them having super soldier serum um oh yeah there was a point totally didn't bring this up where john walker got the super soldier serum (laughs) that totally that was also such a small moment where i was like did that happen i wasn't sure until the very end if if he really got it or not but i suppose he did so so he did because um Zemo broke them all, except for one vial which rolled out of the way, which John Walker just happened to find and was like, oh. And then he asked Lamar, um, "Would if you had the chance to take the Super Soldier Serum, would you take it? And Lamar was like, in a heartbeat, think of all the, like, you know, your best aspects of, your, of yourself and your strength amplified. And so then John Walker takes it. John Walker is an interesting character in this show in general. Like I had the uh, the same reaction to you when I saw him at the very first time where I was like, you are a fucking asshole. I already don't like you. Go away. Ew. Right. And then you saw him in this in, in the few couple of episodes after and and as I then usually do because that's what I do in life even I don't necessarily always listen to my first instinct so I'm like ah he's not he's not too bad right like he's not like you see him all the all the good things he's done like he's been put in a position that he doesn't necessarily want to do he's like always been like working for the military he's always been there for his country and he gets this position of power not only of power but of responsibility right and he also has ability and visibility yes um so 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 and this is a lot of pressure like i don't think necessarily he started out being like this asshole that we all thought he was because of the way he was coming out of there but i think he was genuinely genuinely out there trying to do some some good things basically and, and and doing it because what he's done throughout his entire life fighting for his country and being being patriotic as he is and 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 and, and trying trying to bring, bring good in the world but because of the visibility and the responsibility and the pressure that comes with it i don't think he was ready for that pressure there and lamar his 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 friend and colleague he was he was supporting him morally also through it and was his his voice of reason vo- yeah yeah voice of reason and his his northern star in a way on on, on how how is if he's okay with it then then it should be okay but it also means lamar thought very highly of him right um so i do think he was genuinely a good person even though we all hated him and that was also deliberate from from marvel i'm 100% convinced about that too mm-hmm. so that we all initially just hate the guy and then 
then the, the the fight happens that you talk about and there is a hardcore collateral damage basically yeah carly accidentally kills lamar and i do believe that that was an accident because i do that's think what so happens too. when yeah. super soldiers get all amped up and push somebody who's not a super soldier and they die and it's very sad but then um, like that death was actually very sad because I like I thought Lamar was a like you say he was a really yeah, good guiding light I liked him for, too. Yeah, for yeah. John. He was a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, so John Walker just loses his friend, his confidant, the person that he like has been through training with like since the days of basic training, and like he he absolutely like loses it, and yeah. he goes after Carly to kill her um, for killing his friend, and doesn't succeed in killing her, but does kill one of the flag smashers. Which we're like, okay, well, maybe, okay, except it's in, uh, you know, a crowd of bystanders who all witness him literally decapitate this man. We don't really know, do we? But he definitely kills the guy, but we don't really know how, but it's brutal. It's decapitation. He's like at his neck with the shield. Like I thought he was going to crush it in his um, chest bone. That's what I thought. No, it was totally decapitation. (laughs) Anyway... Um, and then, like, the episode ends with, like, that chilling scene, basically, of John Walker with the Captain America shield with the blood dripping off of it. And mm-hmm. it's, it is fucking bone chilling. Like, yeah. And everybody watches, and of course, social media, everybody broadcasts it everywhere. So the world saw mm-hmm. that he killed a, a person in, in public, like, in public, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it was, it was such a, emotional murder as well like an emotional killing Mm. like it wasn't something like you know that you do in this in in war whatever it was like there there was so much emotion and passion behind it that it was Mm. um, and also the the person yeah the dark side of america taunts us in chat uh, violence and revenge yeah it was a revenge a vengeful death but killing basically Mm -hmm. murder and the person the guy who he killed he also was like it wasn't him and i don't know where she is and he was defending himself and you could see that he was like fearing for his life he wasn't one that was he wasn't attacking him was trying to flee and he was trying to run away but but walker just didn't give a shit and um um killed him basically yeah um so in our next episode we have walker at a trial to um determine his fate in the u.s military and he not only is discharged he's um receives an other than honorable discharge which means that he is stripped of stripped of his ranks stripped of his medals and uh no longer has any financial support from the military including his pension Mm. and they take everything away from him they take literally everything and Mm. john walker of course is outraged at this because he was serving his country and Mm. this is you know that that's what he was trained to do and they say like well i don't i can't remember what they said to him but like that that was just like this is the sentence that that they have decided other than honorable discharge and walker says how can you do this i'm paraphrasing how can you do this you have taught me to do this you have built me up to do this mm. and now you're taking it away from me without any support mm. and like this this show is so important, not just because of Black Lives Matter, but because of the support for the military. Mm. Um, like, and it's the same in Canada. And I have friends that have gone through this. They have, they train these people, they train these men and these women to 
fight and to take lives and to, you know, do all of this in the name of their country. And then they come back from war and they have PTSD and they don't know anything else. They don't know what to do. And there is no support. There Mm -hmm. is no mental health support. There is no therapy. There is no financial support. Like, there is nothing. And, like, it's heartbreaking. Mm. It is so heartbreaking. And, like, seeing somebody in this role in this in this tv show like the falcon and the winter soldier going through this and yeah okay it's different but it is the same narrative that is happening to so many people in this world in america in canada who go through this like so many military people who who literally like this is real life like this is exactly what's happening and like that lack of financial support that lack of mental health support like it it takes lives. It hurts lives. It it, it needs to be better. Mm, yeah. Especially because I think you see it so well with Walker. Because that's all he knew. That's all he knows. That's all he knew. And now he made a mistake, which is... Which is obviously... I mean, you don't accidentally kill someone. But... Um, um, but he doesn't... He, he gets trained to do this. And he's doing it. And then he gets... Um, everything gets taken away from him which it should have like of course it should have based on whatever has been going on but I can totally see in that in that moment for sure but I um, yeah it's just proof again that there is there are no no proper measures in place no proper structures in place nothing in place for people to not fall into all of that mm-hmm. and like, it, it really goes to show that, like, it doesn't matter what side, what political side you're on. Like, there is, there's no good that can come out of so much bad. Mm. Like, whether it's it's the military and war and the lack of support there, whether it's police brutality, whether it's, you know, generations and centuries of racism, systemic racism, whether, like, it, it, it just, it, it affects every single person. Mm. And I think it was really vital that they showed this from so many different sides um the power struggles and the violence and the lack of support that affects every walk of life Mm. Mm. yeah after his hearing um walker is approached by a woman um she is called what is she called she's called contessa valentina allegra de fontaine and she said, call me Val or don't call me Val or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and she is confusing me. And I think I might have missed something, but I don't know. She basically gives him a card and says, I'm going to call you. And when I call you, you're going to be there and and we're going to do shit. And she's a bit bonkers. And that's pretty cool. Like <laughs> she has a, she's a really badass vibe, but also kind of like you're terrifying um but she gives him hope in a way mm-hmm. uh she does and i don't know a lot about her story because i i don't i haven't read the comics um but from what i've been hearing uh through like social media is that she is one of like super evil people in the marvel universe and i saw a tweet and I was like, before I saw the episode, obviously, because you're not safe when you wa- have watched it immediately. So I have an assumption, but it doesn't, you don't see it in the show because I was like, okay, okay, they say that's that. And I'm not going to say it now because um, who the fuck knows if that's true. But 
in the series itself, it's not mentioned. So um, you wouldn't really know who she is. I like, I don't really know who she is, except that she's potentially someone evil. Um, oh, Taunt says um, he believes she's in Black Widow or was supposed to be. And because that wasn't coming out yet so we don't really we don't know her so it was like, it like was supposed to be out last june so we yeah in theory should have known her <laughs> okay but no, but that means we'll, we'll get to know her pretty soon mm-hmm. um so yeah during the trial um sam takes the captain america shield back to um his sister's house and decides that he's going to become captain america he's going to do it and he's going to do it without a super serum because that's that's how he believes like that america can i don't know i think he struggles a lot but until he comes to the decision that he's really gonna do it he definitely takes the shield and he walks off and then is the conversation that we mentioned we talked about in the beginning where he goes back to isaiah who has the super serum or who got the super serum and talks about him because obviously he's a black he's he's a black guy and and um is as I I say you already said nobody fucking gives a shit about a black 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 Captain America you can do this and then he goes back to Isaiah and they have a conversation and and he asks him about why he didn't why he did not do what he did or what happened and then then we hear Isaiah's entire story that he was basically this guinea pig that they used because he was the only one from a few from a line of people who who got the super serum who 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 were still alive and who developed similar skills to Chris uh, Steve Rogers Chris Rogers it's Chris Evans but Steve Rogers um (laughs) really close Uh, mashup I want to see (laughs) Mm, yep Um, chris evans is captain america (laughs) (laughs) i mean he is but anyway he is but like without steve rogers like it's just chris evans is captain america oh yeah yeah it's one of the good chris's i'm here for that too yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um and then he tells him that basically he's been used as this guinea pig. They did all these tests on him because he was the only one who was alive. And not only did they do that, they basically erased his entire history. They 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 claimed that he's dead. They claimed that 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 he wasn't alive anymore. And 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 basically took stripped away everything from him. That he um, and now he's living with his grandson. Was it his grandson? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, because his wife was also not uh, not there anymore when, once he c- came out of this entire horror shit show. And, um, yeah, and he says, nobody gives a... F- Why the fuck would you as a black person um, stand up for a country that has, that has treated you like shit... Um, and that's what he says to Sam Wilson. Um, and why the fuck would any anyone even want to do that? And and basically t- tells him not to do it for for all the obvious reasons and for all the experiences that he had in his in his um, life as as a, a potential super soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that just encourages Sam more to do it, like not in spite of, but because of how isaiah was treated how all black americans are treated um to to make a difference for the country for the world i guess um and yeah it's really hard to say what then kind of made him change his because you see him struggle for a good while should he do it should he not do it he didn't want to do it initially that's why he gave the shield away um so why should he be doing it now and 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 what what how and 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 then he decides to 
um, gets his parents' ship in order first. Like that's not he he has this plan. He has a shield. He he talks to Isaiah, but then he takes this break where where he's renovating this ship that he didn't get a loan for. He's cashing in all the all the good favors from people that his parents did so much for that he did so much for, and everybody helps them to to get the get this up and running again to 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 have this um to have the a proper working fishing boat and and he sees his nephews play with a shield no he didn't did, he doesn't bucky saw them mm-hmm. never mind that was really cute scene. that was really cute that was a really cute scene <laughs> yeah but i think because of all these people coming together and because of the way he has always been like this mediator person and 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 seeing that you can build build things and create things even though you don't have the money and you don't have the power you can still have people come together and create something amazing and i think that might have been one of the things that kind of pushed him pushed his final straw into he's going to do it and he's going to try and work the shield and and he's going to get as fit as he possibly can to be able to work this shield and yeah he's doing it and can we all take um i don't know a 8 minute falcon and winter soldier montage of how he is doing it and just appreciate the scene (laughs) for what it was you mean that he's just very fit and very hot and it's great to look at while he's training to be like the captain america too yes yeah it's i mean he's a good looking human would always watch Mm -hmm. good looking humans do great things (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of uh respite from quite a serious episode (laughs) yeah that's true um so in the meantime i mean this whole episode actually was delightful like after i was crying about like john walker being abandoned by the government um because yeah i did cry at that just because it was too real for me um but the whole scene with like bucky coming down to the boat and like all the neighbors pitching in to help rebuild the family boat which we haven't mentioned at all so hopefully you've seen the show so you know what we're talking about um like I just thought the whole thing was was so heartwarming. Like Bucky, the fa- the neighbors, the family, the mm. community being there, and then Sam still like being down there, and then the scene and Bucky staying over and the nephews and oh, it was just wonderful. It was a great scene. Um, Bucky brings a briefcase from Wakanda for Sam. That's like a really important moment. Yes, we that don't is. See what's in the briefcase? No, and we don't really know that it's really important until a bit further. In, or at the end of the episode or at the beginning of the next something like that the beginning of the next where the flag smashers are um are going to be or are disrupting another grc meeting in i guess new york um i think it's new york is it mm. not sure I'm yeah 100% sure. it is in new york um and we see sam and bucky and um carter um who's who's in new york as well um organizing efforts to like apprehend the flag smashers and like it's it's all like going pretty well they all have their roles and then like freaking sam wilson smashes into the windows in new york city in like all his brand new captain america flight suit because he's still the falcon but now he's also captain america like Mm. So yeah, it was a- awesome. I w- literally was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was so distracted. 
I was so distracted by the shithead piece of this fucking Captain America costume. I couldn't appreciate this entire the entirety of it because I was like, what the fuck did they do with these fucking glasses and this shit fucking neck piece? It looks so shit. But other than that, it was really it was a great moment because he had like the falcon wings and he had the shield and and he was just out there Captain America in his way through through New York, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree. I thought that the the headpiece was a bit weird. It was like had this, I, it almost like a wetsuit material, like around the neck and like up the sides of his face. And I was like, this that part looks really weird, but the rest of it looks so badass. That really does. It, it, again, the rest of the suit looks amazing. It's just the fact that it's it's like you know when in the Incredibles they tell you that the cape is really bad for superheroes. This fucking shit piece in the neck and around the ears for Captain America is also fucking useless for superheroes. Like, I get that he needs to wear glasses because he's flying in the, fu- the fuck in the air, but he doesn't need... What, what is this What is this fabric pr- protecting his neck from? Nothing? Windburn? Windburn? <laughs> I don't fucking know. But it's useless and it looks shit and the quality is shit. It's not even a metal piece of some sort. It's like literally this plastic fabric that you can have on the on the on the whatever on on, on trucks or whatever. And it's just it just looks really fucking shit compared to it, the it other thing. It does look really bad, but it can't be metal because you need to move your head and your neck around when you're flying. I mean, the can, air. Iron Man can do that too. That's not an excuse. Iron Man has a whole helmet. Yes, but I mean, we talk about Stark technologies are possible in this universe, so it's possible to create something better than this fucking plastic. I agree. Piece I of thought that it, I didn't think that looked very well. No, sorry. and I would like to say that um, Chad is being wonderful as usual. <laughs> Monica asked, "What is it protecting?" And Tom says, "Neck kisses." <laughs> and Tom says, "Insects drag like don't cyclists have head things." <laughs> They have a helmet. And, um, thanks. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> it's just delightful. Delightful. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Captain America, Captain Falcon America, Captain America, Falcon. Captain, Captain America. America. With wings. Yes. Uh, Ca- Captain America and Bucky win because that's what happens. Um, they are the side of the superheroes. Um, there's no, you know, despite the Flag Smashers having uh, pro- maybe moral standing and doing like doing what they're doing for the right reasons of course they don't win um despite a whole bunch of shit going down um but i think what's uh, a scene that was was interesting was that um carly morgenthau and sam run into each other and then um also carter is there sharon carter is there and um sam has to leave to save the senators or the grc or whatever um and Carter shoots Carly Morgenthau, but not before it comes out that Sharon is uh, not only the person who gave the Flag Smashers the super serum, um, she's also the power broker. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever that means. We will find out in future Marvel what that is, like how significant that is. But also the fact, and Tom also mentioned that in chat before. The fact that she's also called Carter, let's... I also immediately thought, Carter? Are you related to Peggy Carter? Or what the Mm -hmm. fuck is going on? Because Peggy Carter was the first kind of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, Peggy Carter is Steve Rogers. Maybe she's the daughter of them. 
Ooh. Because, I mean, okay. listen, listen to my theory here. Okay. I mean, I haven't, read the, I, haven't read the, I haven't read the Peggy Carter is the one. Well, okay, grandmother, maybe. Okay. Peggy Carter is the um, one that Steve Rogers left behind until he went back to be with her. She was also like created S.H.I.E.L.D. basically and was already kind of one of the first kind of agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Do it because, and there's also a series, Peggy Carter and Agent Carter. You should watch it if you haven't yet because Best she's series. badass. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Tom's as grand, granddaughter in the comics. So, yeah. That's a bit shit then that she's evil. Maybe she's not evil. Let's hope she's not evil. She seems pretty evil, evil right now. She um, does. But yeah. She does. <laughs> so it could um, be. Because at the very end, um, like in the extra scene, um, Pe or Peggy, her name is not Peggy, Sharon's pardoned as per Sam's promise and um, is like rejoining the CIA where she was before she was excommunicated. I say excommunicated. I don't know why. Before she, <laughs> she got sent away and uh, she says that okay. she's intending to use it to sell government secrets and resources. And we're like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, it's not great. I am pretty upset because I like the actress and I'm like, no, don't be evil. I mean, she might not be evil. Yeah, she might. America's not be got evil. a lot of secrets that are maybe best as public knowledge. Yeah, I don't know. She seemed pretty evil. But I mean, then again, we have some other evil person, potential evil per evil person too. So who the fuck knows? I mean, and she also just randomly killed uh, killed Morgenthau. So I'm like, you don't seem like that was good so that human. her identity didn't come out, or the fact that she was the source of the super soldier serum. I don't know. Can you say that for me? Do you have as much trouble? Super soldier super serum. Does it tongue your tie? Uh, in your the, English tongues my tie ties my tongue. English <laughs> tongues my tie. Wow! Please don't have anything tongue your tie, people. <laughs> it doesn't sound great, and not in this panini. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we kind of see the end here, and Bucky is has his whole redemption arc and um he goes to um the asian man whose son he killed and atones and tells him that he was the reason or he he murdered mm. his son and like has has that moment of closure and redemption i think is is the key word there um and it closure for both of them i think it's so interesting to see in this arc that it's not always just a it's not and the, the, his therapist, I think, said, or somebody, I don't remember who said that in a way, that, that it's not always about just because you want to do something right doesn't mean just because you help someone out every way you can that that's going to bring you peace. But it's about owning up to your mistakes that it, that's going to bring you peace, even if it means that a relationship that you try to build on um, that won't exist anymore. But the most important thing for your own peace is that you own up to your shit, basically, and and with the consequences and deal with the consequences that come after that mm -hmm. and um i mean i think finally we need to talk about captain america's soliloquy with uh the grc mm. at the end because it was i don't know i think it's it it should be immortalized and it it was it was necessary conversation even though it was one-sided like it was a speech and it was like it was a speech that we all need to 
really the, know. Yeah. The speech was, and we've started it at the beginning too, that Sam's role was always the one of the mediator and trying to bring things together. And that's what he did. Like he owned that role even more now as Captain America than he did before even. And he was already, he was already doing an amazing job before that. But now he's like, that is... And I feel people, he's, he walked out, he stood there and he was owning this role of Captain America the way he can. It was not about recreating something that Steve Rogers had done or, or imitating something Steve Rogers has been doing. So that's why he has his own suit. He has his wings still. He's doing what he's doing. And what he's doing is mediate and getting involved and, and having an opinion. And that's not necessarily always something that Steve Rogers did because he was like very patriotic and very, very, very for what, what is right for the country and for him in a way. And, 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 um, uh sam was just out there being all listen you need to listen to both sides again that's the reason why they've been doing it you can't um do whatever you plan on doing now because of all these reasons and i mean the good thing is that <laughs> the people he talked to apparently listened to what he was saying um but and then we would want more of that in real life to be honest <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah his speech um, was just epic it was I have a copy of it here if we want to read it out at mm -hmm. all. Go ahead. Okay, he says, You have to stop calling them terrorists. Your peacekeeping troops, carrying weapons, are forcing millions of people into settlements around the world, right? What do you think those people are going to call you? These labels, terrorists, refugees, thugs, they're often used to get around the question, why? And the Senate replies, like, those settlements happened years ago. Do you think it's fair for governments to have to support that? And Sam was like, yes. Senator replies and says, the people who reappeared only to find someone else living in their family home. They just end up homeless? I get it, but you have no idea how complicated this situation is. And this is Sam. You know what? You're right. And that's a good thing. We finally have a common struggle now. Think about that. For once, all the people who've been begging, and I mean literally begging for you to feel how hard any given day is, now you know. How did it feel to be helpless? If you can remember what it was like to be helpless and face a force so powerful, it could erase half the planet. You wouldn't know that you were about to have the exact same impact. This isn't about easy decisions, Senator. I'm a black man carrying the stars and stripes. What don't I understand? Every time I pick this thing up, I know there are millions of people out there who are going to hate me for it. Even now, here, I feel it. The stares, the judgment, and there's nothing I can do to change it. And I'm still here. No super serum, no blonde hair or blue eyes. The only power I have is that I believe we can do better. We can't demand that people step up if we don't meet them halfway. You control the banks. Shit, you can move borders. You can knock down a forest with an email. You can feed a million people with a phone call. But the question is, who is in the room with you when you're making those decisions? Is it the people you're going to impact? Or is it just more people like you? I mean, this girl, Carly, died trying to say to stop you. And no one has stopped for one second to ask why. You've got to do better. You've got to step up. Because if you don't, the next Carly will. And you don't want to see 2.0. People believed in her cause so much that they helped her defy the strongest governments in the world. Why do you think that is? A few people have just as much power as an insane god or misguided teenager. The question you have to ask yourself is, how are you going to use it? Hmm, such a good speech. And then Bucky is Bucky and he comes up and he says, sorry, I was uh, I was texting and uh, so all I heard was a black guy in Stars and Stripes. Nice job, Cap. 
<laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I love Bucky. Bucky is just, I mean, also a very good looking man. Like all the people in the Marvel Marvel universe, most of them mm-hmm. at least. Um, but yeah, like I that is easily like the site that I'm on. It calls it the most powerful speech in Marvel history, and mm-hmm. I have to agree. Yeah, that is true. It's really true. I do think they generally go get more political with everything they put out, and I really comics love are that. political. Yeah, yeah. Comics have always been political. But that doesn't mean that it always transfers into into um, mainstream media the way Marvel does it now. Mm-hmm. And I think they do it more now because they can it, and they. It's moving with the media, the 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 media consumption. It's moving with the times. It's talking about current issues. Like it wouldn't make a lot of sense if like they were still talking about you know what happened in Marvel in the nineteen fifties and sixties. Like they're bringing it up. To the modern political atmosphere and 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 talking about it yeah we're here for it yeah so yeah i um i loved falcon and the winter soldier or should we say captain america and the winter soldier i'm curious if that's, that's what what is gonna go what is going to be called now if or if there will be a movie so we will see. i don't know um, we'll see but they did like the last scene was captain america and the winter soldier yeah they true uh, yeah mm-hmm. i remember now so, that you mentioned it again yeah so i'm i'm excited um captain america and bucky burns like i don't know i i'm excited i love these two i want to see them and everything mm. together please thanks i mean i'm also fine if the next thing that comes out is loki which i think it is because i'm hardcore waiting for loki you mm-hmm. can't even tom hiddleston this loki is just one of my absolute favorites and also one of the reasons i like thor so like thor, the thor movies so much because loki is just amazing yeah, Big we'll fan. be recording that episode on July 20th, so mark your diaries. <laughs> I've already got that one planned. Um, yeah, so after talking about it all, Monica, do you have any different feelings, or is it still like, it was fine? No, I mean, I did see all the political moments in that too, and I'm not saying it was a, was a sh- something that I didn't want to, wouldn't... I really struggle, number one, with having these weekly episodes. I'm a binger, I need to binge shit, and, when, and it's it's difficult so i think that that's also where i like missed three of the connections anyway to your question i didn't think that i loved all the political statements obviously there are a few things that i can harder relate to because it's not um and the where i see when you talk about it that you have a different connection to it because of of your experience and your history with all of that which we here in austria don't have like we don't have veterans coming back from war that is like 70 years ago there are like there are of course people who've been in war in kosovo war but not not to a degree that it that that we talk about in the us or in canada for example so those are uh, things that i see but they don't touch me to a degree as they touch you because i have like zero com like zero comparison with it because that's just not part of of the story that uh, it, it is part of our history but not to the degree as as it is in in the u.s obviously because of how many wars we have participated in <laughs> after the, the one that's been lost for so long so a good while ago um so so that's just not part of that is that's something that i see but because of because of the fact that i have no um connection with it in a way to it in a way that others have that that's where i was like oh yeah okay you see that and it's tragic but yeah um and other things are just really i totally acknowledge that they are super important that they've been discovered like discussed it all and shown it all and i think it's really and that's why i say it so i all and that's what we've always said that said that 
everybody just treats all these movies and 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 all media as a form of something that's not political or something that's not educational and it's not the case and i think that one is just again a proof of how how much it's not the case that 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 tv and 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 movies and entertainment and and, and media is not political because it really really is and it's even it's more it's getting more like that every year it's just when you watch when you watch And I come back to Grey's Anatomy because that be, Grey's Anatomy because that's what I always do. When you compare the first season from 17 years ago to the stuff they put out now, like they are talking about shit in a way that they have never talked about shit before. And I feel you see that too with the Marvel stuff that they put out now. The even all the all the MCU universe that we saw until now was not as political as the shit they put out right now. So that's just something to That that's something I really really appreciate, and that doesn't still doesn't make this series like one of the one of the absolute. It was great. Is it one that I will watch over 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 and over again? Probably not. Is it something that I will need to watch again because I probably uh, like missed a lot of stuff? Yes. Um, it, I don't like it better or worse than. Wanda Vision, Wanda Vision, for reasons I can't yet scale. Like I feel I need to watch all of it, all of what's coming now to then put it for me on a, on a on a scale because I'm also now getting used to this seasonal Marvel series situation that we haven't had before too. So I feel it's just something that yeah is new. So I can't like I, I'm not saying it's the shittest season or something that's so bad that I will never watch it again. It's also not the absolute best thing I've ever seen, so it's somewhere in the middle. That's fair. I was just curious if, like, because I know a lot of the time for me talking about something, mm. I either, like, I solidify an opinion if I'm like, that was meh. I either go, like, after talking about it, it was fucking amazing, <laughs> or actually, I really hated that. Um. <laughs> yeah, but you again, you're also talking stuff out, like, you you're processing things by talking it out, and mm -hmm. I don't. That's true. So... That's true. Um, yeah, so uh, that was that was our episode this week. Yay. Yay. Thanks, uh, thanks for being um, here with us. And we will... We want to know what you think about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let us know in the comments of wherever you see this episode. Email us or, like, we're on social media, Geek Herring, everywhere. Or you can email us at hi at geekherring.com. Or why not come join our Discord at geekherring.com forward slash Discord. We'd love to talk shit and also about this with you. Not just shit, about serious <laughs> things as well. Uh, so that's it for this week. We will see you again next week for another amazing episode of Geek Herring. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. 